it's not so much an individual moment. It's a series of moments that come together, which you now are aware of. So you had that conversation. You kept his details. Two weeks later, I bump into this guy called Harminda, who happens to specialize in social media and digital marketing that's really into taking digital products online. Oh, that's interesting because I spoke to this other guy the other day that wants to create digital products. I'm really good at maybe presenting those. And all of a sudden, I've got three components here that all synchronize together. Yeah. Whereas historically, I might have gone, oh, that's an interesting coincidence. Yeah, I spoke to a bloke a couple of weeks ago. Nice to meet you, Harminda. And then I go yeah. and I don't put the pieces together. Hello, this is Dr. Rowe and you are listening to The Cicado Show with Dr. Rowe and Harms. Cicado means to seek turning points. And on this show where two completely different generations tackle the most challenging topics that people are facing today, the mission is to provide you with what you need in order to create a turning point in your life now. Above all else, the main reason that we chose to create these shows is because we both have a passion for helping people go through life transformation, for improving their lives, for taking their lives to a completely different level. And it's our hope, our genuine sincere hope, that by the end of each of these episodes, you will have gained at least one insight which you can take away and apply directly into your life. Practical tools, voices that come from both generations, younger generation with tips and tools, older generation with a sense of wisdom and experience. So you can help unlock your true potential to give you the opportunity to make changes both on a personal, professional, financial and relationship level to give you a chance to impact both your life and the lives of other people around you. So we welcome you. We welcome you to The Cicado Show. Supporting the show, we can continue to expand by getting more better quality productions, spending more time deep diving important topics and creating more exclusive supporter perks, as well as getting great guests on. And by the way, as a thank you to becoming a supporter, and depending on which supporter tier you select at cicado.com, these perks range from my weekly recipe for success emails through to audios and video courses for my 23 steps to success which includes online modules on how to find your life balance, gaining confidence, improving your time management, making successful career transitions, understanding financial independence, creating a life purpose, understanding how to manage your money, becoming a money master, understanding negotiation techniques, learning to communicate more effectively, and so much more. So don't delay. It takes less than two minutes and you can become a Cicado supporter, helping to expand the show and get special perks as a thank you. Become a supporter now at Cicado.com. Let's get back to the show. Hello, it's Harms here and welcome to another episode of the Cicado Show. And today we are talking about an amazing word that is synchronicity. Now, synchronicity defined in the world of psychology is defined as the occurrence of meaningful coincidences that seem to have no cause. That is, the coincidences are a causal. The underlying idea here is that 
there is a unity in diversity. And this was first brought to light by Carl Jung, who introduced the concept in his psychological works. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, The Cicado Show right now, this podcast has taken place. It exists. We're recording it today because of a sequence of synchronicities that have occurred in both mine and Dr. Rowe's life. Without those synchronicities taking place, without us being aware of those synchronicities and acting upon them, the Cicado show would not exist. That's how powerful this word is. So to expand on this and to and to allow you to take away from this episode, I'm handing over to Dr. Ro. Ro, how are you doing? And <laughs> let's talk about the word synchronicity, which is massive. What a great intro. I love that. You know, I've got goosebumps. You look at that as you were speaking. Mm. Um, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Cicado Show. And thank you for joining us. And for those of you that are supporting us, thank you for supporting us. The synchronistic experiences of your life have led you to that point. Yes. So it wasn't by chance. But Ashley Harms, you, you raised a really good point, which I hadn't thought about as part of the intro, which is all the different experiences we've had in our lives and the choices we made mm. and the aha moments that link together that, that then define a decision that took us in a different direction as it led to you and I sitting each in this room opposite each other recording. What a fantastic uh, way to open. And the fact that you've made reference to Carl Jung, I think is important because although people I think historically may have talked about the concept of coincidences and the phrases come together, it was him that really brought this idea to the point where people started to discuss it. And now there are seminars run and audios that people can listen to. Of course, this is one of them. Um, just to add on to what you said there, and I'm just going to read a quote to you that this is going back off Carl Jung's work is that this concept of synchronicity is to describe circumstances. And I'm reading it actually, as I'm, I'm speaking uh, that appear meaningfully related yet lack causal connection. So I just want to touch on that just briefly. So what that means is that when we think, oh my gosh, that's synchronicity, or, or people use the words uh, coincidence, the, the relationship here is that they're meaningfully uh, related, and yet they don't seem to have any sort of causal connection, meaning that doesn't make sense because that's happened, but that's not related. Mm. How did that get to this point here? Meaning lots of different things, lots of different roads have led to this junction. Do you remember we went for a cycle ride the other day, and we came to that crossroads, didn't we? Yes. And we were just joking about, you know, when did this exist? Was it back in the old days with a cart and a horse and people stopped and met? But every one of those people had come to that crossroads from a completely different destination that they were at before or, or, or a source or destination. And I think that's the same thing with a synchronicity. When, when several things come to bear at the same point and you've got this heightened awareness, you go, oh, shit. That's, you either say that's a coincidence, which I think is for the people that are less conscious yes. versus you'll often hear one of us go and the people in our sphere of influence will say, wow, that's synchronicity. Because in our minds, we see this point as an awareness point, but also several things have happened outside of our sphere of influence that have brought this to our, our level of consciousness. It's what you do with that next. And I guess that's what we're going to lead to in this podcast. Exactly. So I want to ask a question off the back of what you've just described there. What's the key difference then between between somebody feeling or thinking that somebody something is a coincidence or has taken place by complete randomness and, oh, that's random, uh, it is what it is, versus somebody who sees something and thinks, okay, that's a synchronicity. Mm. What's, what's the, the well, difference? Because sometimes on the surface can be very difficult to define and actually understand what yeah, the difference is. Yeah, actually, what, I mean, we're right at the start of this podcast. Anyone listening to this is thinking, oh, do I, is it worth me listening to this whole podcast? 
this is life changing. I mean, mm. I, honest, I mean mm. you, you've been through some really deep stuff with the work we've done, which is reverse speech and unconscious look. And, and when you unlock that, you came, I remember talking to you, like the number of synchronicities that came to the table yeah. were unbelievable. So if you're listening to this and you're very heady, or you're listening to this, and this goes back to your question, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I want to get something practical for the next hour whilst I'm listening to something, this this is life-changing. I don't know if you agree with that, Agree, Hans, 100%. Because if you apply it to business, if you apply it to relationships, if you apply it to your work, or just generally your life, you'll start to see things a little bit like The Matrix, that famous film, The Matrix, that you would never have seen before just as a result of listening to this podcast. That's how important I believe this recording is. Going back to your question, I'm going to put a mirror up to you, actually, as a millennial. At what point, Harms, did you go from using the word coincidence, which you would have done because I did when I started? I was not brought up at a young age being taught by my mum of the concept of, of, of synchronicity. I always use the language of coincidence. I don't know if you felt the same. Uh, it was the same for me. Coincidence or it's random or... Oh, that's, gonna, that's uh, interesting. Or, you know, it's like, it's that's like, interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's funny that happened. Right. Uh, but I'll take it a step beyond that, which was uh, most of these occurrences that occurred, I probably didn't see. Okay. So that's good. Um, and that's kind of where I want to get us to. So when do you feel there was a shift from you being aware that it's not just a coincidence or at least your belief system being aware that it's not just a coincidence to using the word synchronicity. How far back is it? You're what, you're 31, 32 now. And, mm, and, and question. Cause I want to ask you the question because it comes back to the answer to your question, which is to do with human evol- evolution. So going back, you know, was it prior to when we met uh, through the property trainings that you first experienced? Was it a book you read or did it come after that? Uh, just, just tr- good. good and I, I want to beg this question of anybody listening to this that's aware of synchronicity. Ask yourself the question: What was your consciousness turning point? That's really what this is about, because that's what it actually comes back to. What was your consciousness, Cicado? That's yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, for, those, for the supporters, you'll yeah, know what that good. means. Yeah. Uh, the fantastic question: that where it started to nurture, and, and I'll save the, the the exact word which helps define this till the end of this is when I started to relearn, re-educate. So just setting the scene, I'd come out of school, went to do an apprenticeship and just went straight into work. Uh, That was was my kind of journey at that stage in life, early 20s. So I was missing all of these synchronicities. They just didn't exist to me. Uh, If something happened, it was... So did you miss them as in you didn't see them or when you did see them? Because this is the whole point back to your question is, oh, that's a coincidence. In other words, they were isolated cases which you never connected or had an awareness to connect them. Well, first, completely missed them. Right. So they didn't exist to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then it came to a point, uh, you know, as I started to read and understand and say, actually, I need a second phase of education. First, it was wealth for me. Yeah. Then it was a space of personal development. So if you listen to this podcast right now, this is, you know, combining both of those worlds. Yeah. Then it started to become, uh, you know, from reading, then it started to become coincidences and, oh, that's interesting. Oh, I I was told about that in this kind of reading or learning I'm doing and it's kind of happening. Right. But there's no, you know, in the definition you said, there's no meaning associated with that yet. Okay, yeah. And that goes back to the quote that I pulled up, which was related to the lack of causal connection. So exactly. the fact there's no connection in your mind of two things coming together. So the logic we, part of me right, is exactly. saying... The engineering uh, part. Engineering part, yeah. logic part. This doesn't make sense. I need to pay no interest here. I need no. to put no attention on this, on this space. Then came, of course, my synchronicity 
uh, synchronous awareness <laughs> meeting with yourself synchronistic awareness, synchronistic awareness <laughs> with yourself that word's going to get said a few times in this podcast <laughs> and that's when the word yeah the awareness was open so if you just imagine yeah, yeah, a box yeah, yeah. and my awareness was stuck in this box inside my mind somewhere yeah, yeah, which yeah. is in my yeah. consciousness yeah. that box was then opened and it is like a, opening up the pandora's box yeah. because then suddenly you are aware of everything uh, you know you described as a heightened awareness yes and when you are at that peak heightened awareness you start to realize that everything that's happening around you is meaningful yeah it is syn- synchronistic and we're now an amazing place to make decisions and choices yeah, and i yeah, think yeah, yeah. when we talk about what, what what comes next later down the line it's that feeling that okay i'm now i have some power to make some choices uh, these yeah. are these are, my world is full of synchronistic choices yeah and, and what are those synchronicities saying to me as well yes because and this is the challenge for anyone that's counter to this or maybe going to place the argument that surely we can put meaning on anything correct correct and surely we can attach a connection to anything and that's true as well mm-hmm. i mean the six degrees of separation which is a famous concept which uh, you, you're literally six degrees away from anybody in the world in terms of you know even a president of a country through your own connections so we can place that this is more than that in our view here talking about synchronicity mm. so you what you're saying to us because i think this is, reflects back on your question is you know how how do you define it when, or when when does somebody sort of place synchronicity versus coincidence and i think it comes down to consciousness so what you're saying is that the more you became aware of it which is where the counter argument is surely now you can just connect anything but we'll come back to that in a minute but the more you became aware of it you then started to see these quote unquote incidences or coincidences as actually, wait a minute, there are several of the same type here and they seem to be aligned with a path that I'm on. Is that, I'm just trying to put some words, but I don't want to, I don't want to put words that, into your mouth. That's great because it's, you asked me the question and I'm processing as you're asking right. me. So, and trying to and, recall past and I'm, and I'm saying this because I want, this is kind of a coaching session, me asking harms, but anyone listening to this, start to think about what I'm saying. Because my question is, you became aware of it, but then were you aware of it because you were connecting them? So now is it a raised, because co- this is the whole point. The answer is, in a nutshell, I believe it's to do with an array, a raised consciousness, an awareness of what synchronicity is. And then you unconsciously noticing things that are really aligned with the path you're on. And you're going, oh, my God, is that what happened? Or were you consciously looking for it? No, so that's exactly it. So, so, so you defined it uh, excellently there. And it's not that I wake up in the morning and I'm actively looking. They just think of them as uh, signals or beacons and they just appear, they flash uh, as part of your day, as part of your week, as part of your six months, as part of your year. Like they just yeah. appear. Now, previously, I wouldn't have seen the signal. I wouldn't have seen the flashing light saying, hey, synchronicity is right. it, it, something meaningful here. Now, imagine I'm receiving three red synchronistic flashes over the course of three weeks. Now, to me, that's a message. That's like, okay, now a meaning can start to be created in my you've mind. you've also now consciously logged that. Yes. And the fact that it's happened twice now, you're aware, whereas before you might go, oh, it's funny, it happened the other day. Mm. Whereas now it's not so much, oh, that's funny. That's like, okay. Now you start to ask different questions, I'm guessing. That's a good point. And that, those questions, I can only access those questions because I have this raised consciousness, right. this raised awareness. We'll come back to that because yeah. it's about steering it, isn't it? So, so on a personal level, if I go back in my journey, 
it probably started, and I still remember actually a scene. So if anybody knows Bradford University, so I studied in, I sort of studied between Bradford University mainly, but also went and did some stuff at Leeds. There was a, um, uh, there was a library there called J.B. Priestley Library. And I, I studied, I did, I, although I was studying engineering, I was reading on human psychology and hypnosis back in those days. Just a fascination I had, but that goes back to this whole thing about there was something pulling me in a different direction. Yeah. And I still remember reading about consciousness and hypnosis and the unblocking of our unconscious mind and how when that happens, we start to see things and we become aware, which Carl Jung talked about, which was synchronicity. Now, I had no, that was a minuscule awareness back and I was probably 19, 20 years of age. And that was, I think I'd finished my, I think I'd just finished my degree and I was embarking on my PhD, that sort of period. And I remember starting to think about certain things, particularly people, and then I'd get a phone call or I'd ring somebody and they go, oh my God, I was just thinking about you. And previous to that, I was like, oh, that's a coincidence. But now I'm like, oh my God, this is like one of those synchronicities I've been reading yeah, about yeah. Carl Jung. And that was at a really young age. So it started to give me the opportunity at a young age to start to map things. I didn't quite know how to use it, to be absolutely brutally honest, but just being aware of it made me more conscious. And it took probably another five, eight years of human development before I started to try and use those conscious synchronicities to go, how can I make this my, my life better from this? Mm. But so for me, it started like late teens, early 20s, as a result of reading some stuff based on what we've just been quoting here from Carl Jung. But still, I didn't learn to apply that for probably another half a decade because I, I was still too young and I didn't have anybody guiding me or giving me some clues. It was just stuff I'd read. Yeah. It was. I also remember reading an extract from a book from Ron Hubbard and he talked about awareness. And I was at the time just reading anything in that field. And he's Scientology, obviously. But for me, I wasn't really differentiating about who or what people were writing. I just wanted to be a sponge. And there were several messages from the readings that I was getting, which was actually, if you become aware of things and they show up in your life, if you can attach the meaning of synchronicity to that and you're looking for something, it might be that the clues are there. It's like a roadmap. You know the road signs? Yeah. And you miss the road signs. Oh, shit. I'm, you know what? I saw that, but I didn't really clock that was the road sign. Yeah. That's really what a synchronicity is. That's, I guess, in the context of the Cicado show today, think of synchronicities of road signs all aligning to tell you to take the next exit. Take the next exit. You know, you've got, it says, um, the next, uh, the next exit to the turning you want to go is in five miles. And then you get another one, it's in three miles. You get another one in two miles. You get another half mile. Yeah. And it's like 300 meters, isn't it? Yeah. That's what your synchronicities are. And it took me a while to realize that. But and I was aware they were there. I just didn't know how to piece them together. That's fantastic. And I think that's given the listeners... That, does that help? Because I'm trying to give a different metaphor around it. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think it gives the listeners a, a, a visual example because what could happen is you're seeing those road signs. They're getting mm. more frequent. Mm -mm. But instead of taking the left, which is what it's saying to you, take the left yeah, and yeah, the yeah. roundabout, you just go straight over yeah, the that's roundabout. That's coincidence. There's a road sign. Tell oh, road to go sign. Left. oh, yeah, road sign. <laughs> just yeah. fly through it. Or you're chatting in your brain about, oh, I've got to speak to Brian. I've got to go and do this. I've got to get on this project. And so you're on the motorway thinking about uh, I know, a part of the journey you're on, but you're actually thinking so far ahead, or it could be you're on a highway, but thinking about another city or a road on another city. Yeah. This is where the, the difference between conscious versus somebody that's in their head comes in. So that, that heady part of us might be distracting us it's shifting our focus and it's having the ability to keep that radar consciously out there and picking up on the road signs mm. and you and i know this if you're anyone that's been on a car driving and we've done this ourselves you're chatting away 
and you're so distracted in life on the motorway that you miss those those synchronistic signs that's another way of thinking about it as well another way to describe that is linking to the word you said previously if you're not conscious you're unconscious right and one of the ways you can be unconscious based on what you've described is you're either living in the past or the future yeah and that's typically yeah very good that's you're, not, typically, you're not in the present you're not in the present oh, you don't mean unconscious i smacked harminder on your back you don't mean that i, do I don't mean that i mean you're <laughs> just some people might misinterpret you're just sleepwalking through life right, very good or you are like that you're worrying about something that hasn't happened yet or yeah. you're feeling anxious about something that happened yesterday like it's it's, it's always future pacing past yeah. it's never in the moment so i think one takeaway would be if you're if you're in the moment yeah you can then spot these yeah which leads me on to your next question which is how do we spot these right. because you've you've given the big picture version of this which is road signs how do we spot these and before we get to that point can we clear up any misconceptions mm. around the word synchronicity? Because it can be confused with other forms of, I'm going to throw some words out there. This may resonate with listeners. Manifestation, the book, The Secret spoke about, you wish for it and, and, it, just appears. and it just appears. Yeah. You know, it, affirmations also may com- confuse people and yes. the use of affirmations. Very good. So I guess I, yeah, I think so you what you're the doing question. is you're putting out into the conversation this whole concept of the law of attraction, quantum physics, and the the there is and there has been a massive movement, and we believers in this as well, is mm. that what you put out there as an intention you attract to your life. And so for anyone listening, love the secret when it first came out. In fact, the secret was based on something we've talked about this before. Yeah. The same strangest secret, if anybody's interested, you can look this up by Earl Nightingale, which was out in the 50s and 60s. And I still remember in the 80s listening to an old tape recording of that. So the concept of the law of attraction and again, quantum physics is that two things resonating in harmony together will attract themselves or they'll resonate together. And so there was a big period during, what was it, probably 2000 when the secret came out, I think the secret came out in 2005, six from memory. And what that did for a lot of people is, oh my gosh, so I don't really need to do much. I just need to sit and visualize and all of a sudden I'll become wealthy. Yes. And unfortunately they misinterpreted it to mean Exactly that, as opposed to, hold on a minute, now an opportunity comes to me, either synchronicity of all these things coming together, now I've got to act on it. So for a lot of people afterwards, there was resistance because they were saying, hold on, the secret doesn't work. Well, actually, the concept is you put the law of attraction out there. Then you get these synchronistic messages coming together, as we've talked about, the road signs, which the law of attraction, the vibrational frequency. Oh, I met this guy and he's really thinking the same way I'm thinking. He's starting this business, exactly what I was thinking about doing. That was a good chat. And then did you take his number? No. Did you stay in touch? No. Did you think about exploring ideas? No. I just thought it was an interesting coincidence. Yes. And then we go to the next thing. And as you say, it's like, it's not so much an individual moment. It's a series of moments that come together, which you now are aware of. So you had that conversation. You kept his details. Two weeks later, I bump into this guy called Harminder, who happens to specialize in social media and digital marketing that's really into taking digital products online. Oh, that's interesting because I spoke to this other guy the other day that wants to create digital products. I'm really good at maybe presenting those. And all of a sudden, I've got three components here that all synchronize together. Yeah. Whereas historically, I might have gone, oh, that's an interesting coincidence. Yeah, I spoke to a bloke a couple of weeks ago. Nice to meet you, Harminder. And then I go yeah. and I don't put the pieces together or I don't keep the connections and, and try and pull that together at that point. So I think from a practical perspective, the synchronistic experiences we have, you have to have that awareness to pull them in. You've got to take the jigsaw piece and say, is this meaningful to me at this moment in time? Yeah. And don't confuse it with 
overall philosophy of the law of attraction because it fits inside that. That's my personal belief. Yeah, I think that's a great way to describe it because this does fit inside that. And like anything, I think where the misconception came from was people were focused on the headline, mm. which is you just put it out there and mm. it's going to come. Mm-hmm. And with anything, but they weren't life, looking. They weren't picking up the signals. They, they weren't. Picking, they weren't aligning they, with the synchronicities. They weren't seeing the synchronicities, and then they weren't acting upon it. Right. And I think that's a big thing. You know, like you said, getting that person's contact putting these people together, then starting the venture. All of that is te- is acting upon these messages, these road signs that appear in front of us. Yeah. So how do we help the listeners? Now we've kind of cleared up the misconceptions around synchronicity, the law of attraction, and yeah. how they kind of work in harmony together. And like you said, synchronicity is a part in law of attraction. And, and on your, sorry, just to jump in, Harms, what it is not is some kind of esoteric voodoo concept so there will be people that may be listening to this although i suspect not because you're already tuned into this type of thinking but there are people that go ah no you know what i don't believe in this at all everything is just purely a random coincidence and Mm. this is a conversation you're going to have to have with your belief system as well because you know there is an argument to say that and yes that could be scientifically the case but it doesn't take into account as human beings, we are literally a walking set of memories. We're a walk, walking set of connections with human beings. And that consciousness that resides in our cells, in our muscles, in our heart, in our soul, in our spirit, in everything around us ha- is so infinite in its ability that it, it can connect all these pieces together in an instant that no computer or anyone else will ever be able to do. I can look at the same scene as you, Harms, and have a completely different experience of it and actually go, oh my God, there's a whole series of synchronistic things going on here. And for you, it means nothing. It means nothing. And that's the beauty of the uniqueness of this. So I think the people that are negative or very heady, very logical, do not want to attach any meaning to it, will fumble along, as you said, almost blindly. Yeah. And we will equally be the ones that grumble in a few years' time and say, I didn't have an opportunity. There's no, how come it happened to you? I was, I was alive at that same yeah. moment in history and you now are financially dependent and helping your family. I'm still broke, stuck in a job I freaking hate. There you go. And that's because they will not be open to these things. So I just want to press the button and say, we're not talking about voodoo here. We're talking about an awareness and attaching that awareness, if you like, to a meaning, to the map of the world that you have, the reticular activating system, which in science we know from biology is a part of our reptilian brain, I think it is, that when we become aware of something, fear, for example, danger, yeah. we go, oh my God, I need to avoid that. But equally, it makes us aware of something. So now we are looking for it unconsciously, which is why you can go to bed with a question and wake up with an answer because your brain is still working on it. So there's science as well as a, a hanging on to a thread, which is, I believe in synchronicity. So if I believe in it, let me start to look for something that reinforces that but being careful not to try and make everything a synchronicity because yes. that's the other danger of it as well. That, that's the other danger. Sorry, it's a bit of a long I, I think wording is, there, but I'm, bit, I'm trying to build a picture that doesn't, because people go, but surely attach meaning to any of this. And that's correct, but but it's how you cleverly navigate it. And I think that's what I want to get us to get out of this. Using the meaning, which is almost relevant to you, your path, your ambitions, your goals, what's happening at you, with you at that moment in time in life, those are the messages and the road signs that will appear. Yeah. And learning how to separate and drops thing. We can come to that, I guess. As yeah. Well. yeah. And, you know, for the heady people, you know, we are, it, once your consciousness is raised, you know, how frequent are these messages popping up yeah. in your life and how, 
you know, if something pops up five, six times, the event keeps on occurring and you keep ignoring it. Yeah. What happens then? Yeah. You know, you go that 20, 30 years and do you think back? I know that actually that was the opportunity. Yeah. If I just read the road sign and turned left there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could the course of my life been different? Different. You're in the water and you're, you're drowning and, and uh, you know, oh God, I wish I had a life boy. And all you're doing, you're kicking your legs, you're looking down, you're kicking your legs and trying to stay afloat. And you've got an ankle strapped to a rope, which is on a brick and you're swimming and you, all you're doing is looking down and thinking, fuck, I really, I really need a life boy. And there's a life boy literally floating by you. <laughs> and, and all you're doing is looking down, thinking consciously um, about staying awake, uh, staying afloat. And all you're doing is looking at in, mm. in that moment at, at trying to survive and two or three life boys have floated by you. Those life boys are our synchronistic signals that go, hold on a minute here, there's one here. That's, I guess that's what we're also saying is you can be so wrapped up in a situation that you do not allow yourself to be aware and be conscious around us of where those synchronicities could be coming. Yeah. I mean, there's so much wrapped into everything we've just spoken about <laughs> so far. So how can we summarize that in terms of helping people understand how they can spot it? Yeah. And then I want to move, get, get us closer to how people can act on it later in the podcast. Well, I think th this is a good point. So spotting it comes down to, first of all, going out as a blank canvas. Like I don't see you going out on the morning down to the gym or wherever it is, six o'clock in the morning, coming back going, right, I need to find some synchronicities today. It doesn't really work it doesn't that way, does it? doesn't quite work like that. No, it's not. It's, this is not forced. No. You know, it, it's not. You're uh, not going out with a torch every day looking and, for a synchronicity. And it's not a to-do list. It's not like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll walk into the gym and today I'm going to look for synchronicities. Yeah, I've got to spot four synchronicities that confirm that. Exactly. I, I need to. There's no rules associated with this. This, this, this is not a to-do list. This is not something you get done. You know, it's not your part of your miracle morning. You yeah. know, spot four synchronicities. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, my day is going to be amazing. This is not what we're saying. Again, it links back to what Rose was saying. This is not voodoo this is not i almost say it's not a logical thing you will go through yeah so it's a fine line i think it starts with first of all going back to what we've talked about before which is coming back to who you are as a person so go back to some of our old podcasts those of you that are supporters of the cicado show we, we have who are you so we have a series of videos in the vault don't we basically yeah which is who who are you where are you there's a whole um, video series on beliefs and values and identity and purpose only by putting that into place do you clear a lot of the noise. You know, you're swimming in the water, looking down, kicking your legs. I've got this strap around one leg. I've got this strap around another leg. If actually you cut the weight from one leg and you cut the weight from the other leg and you breathe in and you just said, okay, I'm actually in the water. I know how to swim. I know my values and no beliefs, my identity. I can just put my head up a bit and just breathe and put my head back and calm. And now I'm kicking less. Now I understand my beliefs, my values, my core purpose. Oh, look. There's a life boy. Well, let me reach out and get that. Oh, yeah. what well, a synchronicity. That's a, that's a coincidence. So a lot of it comes down from stop treading water, stop being on the running mill. Take the moment to meditate. Take a moment to pause in your day or moments during the course of your day, uh, whether it's you're sat in a car and you're with a mate and you're chatting away, but you just relax a bit or in the middle of a conversation, you start to allow other things to come into your awareness. But if you're constantly tense, very angular in your thinking, very heady. There's never a space for synchronicities to come in because you don't you don't even allow that part of your your unconscious is fighting for a space. But how can it get into your real world experience if you're constantly in your head filling it with to dos and activities and survival? I know it's a bit of an esoteric statement, but does that make any sense as I'm describing it? So let me put an example in there. As a, as a listener listening, and this has happened to me. Oh, 
and it still happens to me where, where, where I go about my day, you know, I drive to a destination. I have the conversation with the people at that destination. I then go to the coffee shop, order, come home. And I can't really remember anything that happened. Right. It was all a bit of a blur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. was lots packed into today. It was fast. Couldn't quite remember the details of the conversation. Didn't really know if the people I was speaking with were for what I was talking about, against it. You know, I don't even remember if it was a a male or female who served me at the coffee shop. Right. How much did all that cost? Yeah. Um, And maybe in the meeting, you're thinking about the next meeting that's coming up and then the phone call conference you've got to do after that. Exactly. And I don't even remember the drive home. Right. You know, I get home. Okay. Now that's an example of, you know, me being unconscious, semi-asleep, things are too busy, my day's packed. Which a lot of people listening might go, but you don't understand, guys. That's what it's like every day for me. Exactly. So if it is like that every day, you know, number one, what needs to change? I never see synchronicities. I never see them. Never see them. Of course, <laughs> I, you know, and, and I've had days where yeah. I don't see any. I've had weeks. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Very it's a true. case of saying, hang on a minute, have I just been asleep for a week? Yeah. You know, you know, so in other words, you haven't allowed universally the space for them to occur mm. and also your consciousness to come to this and breathe. This goes, goes back to breathe, back in the water again, again. Be in oh that gosh, moment. Just, yeah, be in the moment. So I think, you know, this concept of where do we start? How do we spot them? You've got to spot them by one, going back to really getting to know who you are as a person and going back to those core. We've done podcasts on it. Or if you're a yeah. supporter, go and follow that on the, on the videos that we've created. Secondly, is being clear on purpose and path to P. So where are you heading at this moment in your life? If you want to be a parent, for example, Harminder, when he was going through having his young baby Bodhi, um, there was very much, I could see it, his consciousness shifted towards what do I read, what I need to know, vaccines, no vaccines, breastfeeding, uh, natural childbirth, how to be a great parent. So your, I noticed your radar really broadened and mm. you were tuning into even remote conversations that were happening. And so your awareness linked several things together. And all of a sudden you start talking to other parents that had natural births. I mean, I remember this conversation yeah. happening. And so that's really what it's about. It's about making sure that your identity, if I'm trying to simplify it, your identity, your sense of purpose and your path are all aligned. And you're not, as you said, being unconscious and just trying to get through a day and fit in as much in. There needs to be space, even in a five minute conversation to allow your radar to be out there. And that's aligned with who you are as a person. Mm, exactly. And if you think about, you know, how amazing can this really get, it becomes a moment to moment. Yeah. Yeah. Literally being, yeah. Uh, You're then aware of everything around you. And then it's a case of aligning the synchronicity with the two P's that you just spoke about there. Because you're also talking about it. So, you know, there's a chap here whose partner, she does kitchen fittings and we were, in that moment where we're, right, we're going to get the kitchen sorted out. And it just so happened that in a conversation, it came through and he said, well, my other half runs a kitchen fitting company. I was like, oh, great. And my brain was like, oh, that's a nice synchronicity. You know, two or three had also happened with him on something else. And when I hear, when, when something gets reinforced, that, that, that signal, like one mile to the junction, you know, 50, 50 uh, half a mile to the oh, junction, yeah. 500 meters, whatever it is, you go, okay, there's a there's a reason this has happened now two or three times with this same person or this same message and that's where you start to align but remember how if you've got no frame of reference i.e., your purpose your path and who you are as a person 
you got nothing to pin those synchronicities to. And that's when you miss them. Right. In other words, you're if you're on multiple tracks and roads and you're not on a clear path, then what happens is the signs don't have any meaning. It goes back to the whole thing about meaning. So let me read it again to you. To describe circumstances that appear meaningfully related yet lack causal connection. Well, they become meaningfully related if you're on the right path. And even if they don't have a causal connection, it doesn't matter because now these signs could be different colors even. Yeah. Well, your phone flashes up, remember to take the next left. And you go, oh, that's funny because I just passed a sign back there saying take the next left. They don't have to be connected that's because right. you're on a path that's telling you, I want to get to here. It, it will even get so intense that, you know, because some somebody may be thinking about this and saying, what does this look like? Yeah. Uh, you know, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, once the phone flashes, your, G, your sat-nav says, right. uh, we're redirecting you. You need to take a left. And then suddenly on your Bluetooth, somebody phones you and says, I'm at a coffee shop. Uh, it's just, I know it's a bit random, but would you like to meet up? And that's exactly on the path that the sat-nav yeah, yeah, yeah. just pointed right. you Right, okay. Now, this is the and intensity. Then, and then they go, the... yeah, and you go, oh, I'm on this motorway. And they go, oh, yeah, I, I did that motorway. There's two ways you can get off, but I found the, the one is taking the next left. Yeah. And you go, holy shit, that's exactly what my navigator's just said. So, and look, goosebumps there. So that's your classic example of when several things are aligned, all of a sudden you go, shit, mm. that, that's more than a coincidence. Yeah. And I think if we take an individual or an incident Yes, we could label it coincidence, but if you parked it in another, think of it like this, right? There's like three folders you've got. And the first folder is coincidence. The second folder is hmm, two coincidences. And then the third folder is, wow, that's a synchronicity. What if you didn't even label it coincidence? Maybe if something happened and you just made it in your awareness and you go, okay, well, that's interesting. Let me look out for that. That's kind of aligned with where I'm going. That's getting me to think about something different now. Or maybe I say to you, it's funny the other day, Hans, I was driving on this road and it said turn left. And I was thinking about doing that. And you say, I had the same thing, Ro. And then he tells me a story about something. And I go, okay, there's two synchronicities now, two things aligning, two conversations, two situations that happen the same way. Is there a reason why he's telling me this? And you start to dig a bit deeper behind it. So going back to your question about, you know, how do we spot it? I don't think there's one single way to spot it. I just feel from my own experiences don't label anything just become aware of it and ask yourself the question does this have meaning to the path the purpose and who i am as a person does it have meaning does it does it fit into the values that i've got at the moment and the conversations i'm having so start to map it in your big it's like a jigsaw piece isn't it you go does this jigsaw piece fit into this jigsaw yes and synchronistically if it does oh that's the leg of that zebra on that okay let me just put it in there. I think it's a zebra, but I'm not sure. Or, nah, you know what? This is like a completely black piece. There's nothing on my jigsaw piece that's black. And this looks like it's another jigsaw piece about space or something like that. That doesn't fit here. It's kind of like that. Yeah. We're looking to find out if these jigsaw pieces fit into the big picture of who I am. But if I don't have an idea of what that picture is, it's random. That comes back to coincidences then. It's like, oh, wow, it doesn't really fit in with anything. Absolutely. Now, if we take everything we've spoken about so far which is still a little bit out there for a lot of people probably it, it will be out there especially <laughs> if you're approaching the subject new if you're approaching the subject and you're aware of awareness right uh, then this will that. be the step beyond that yeah if you're aware of the law of attraction this would now be almost giving you a practical application on how to move the feeling of law of attraction to the next step if you're aware of synchronicity this will be a great way for you to define Re- it and reinforce, and reinforce it, yeah. it and then yeah. also be able to explain it to those around you within your circle or your sphere of influence so I think there's lots here. Now, there's a big question that we haven't answered, which is, what's the point of a synchronicity? Yeah. You know, how does it help me? How do I take advantage of it? Yeah. Because I feel like we've got 
various different examples and visual tools in order to help define synchronicity. On that question then, let's say to everybody that there's different levels of synchronicity. So there could Mm. be you thinking about going for natural childbirth with your child, right? This is Harmendra and, and, and his lovely wife, Gina. Were there points on that journey where you happened to be suddenly aware of other people talking about it or conversations when you were out or did that happen to you personally? Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, so when that happened, they may have just simply been a series of little confirmations. That's another word you could use here. If if somebody doesn't want to use the word synchronicity because you feel uncomfortable with it, what if we said, oh, wait a minute, they're just confirmations of a belief, a visual path that you're on, a purpose that you've already set for yourself. And this is confirming that and maybe bringing more detail to that jigsaw piece. Yes. So that's one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is where Harminder has been thinking about something and has kind of been sketching out a visual for his future, maybe a plan, an idea, starting a new business, whatever. But, oh my God, all we keep getting is people talking about it suddenly somebody else mentions it. It flashes up on the newsreel, as you talked about. You open up your phone and it says, oh, click on here. There's a there's a sort of seminar being run about this. You go into the news and it says, oh, new business is um, rising in this particular area. And you're thinking, holy shit, that's exactly what I, I keep seeing this again and again and again. That's the other extreme where you really weren't looking. You weren't even consciously looking. It was just an idea. Whereas mm. with the childbirth, actually you were. You started to look. That's like an intention. Right. And those intentions made you much more aware of those synchronicities whereas the other extreme is when it's like the universe is just saying to you hey look there's a message here there's yeah. a message here yeah they're the two extremes and so the benefit to you then is to start to link it with where you are at that moment in time if it's an idea in your mind it's like okay i need to take this further now so someone that's conceptually got an idea of something and they're starting to see these little messages coming up and these synchronicities and they're going wait a minute this this if i feel like someone's trying to tell me something I need to act on this. That's mm. really the benefit. The benefit is it moves us away from or towards something that we have become aware of because we've got our sense of purpose, our values, our identity. We're breathing, as you talked about in the moment, and now I've got a path I want to be on or I'm currently on like the childbirth example. And now it's like, okay, how can I start to use these? Let me stop now and go and speak to that guy that I bumped into. Literally, it happened to me today. I was at a little cafe near our house and the guy started talking about personal training. And I said to him, oh, do you do personal training at home? Because we're thinking about doing that at home. And he said, yeah, I do. And he's, he used to do it in Harley Street. And now he's moved to the area and he's looking to do it with people locally. Now, come on, man. I mean, literally, you know this. We, we've got a gym. We're going to convert our garage to a gym. You are. But- literally 10 days ago, we we're saying, when can we get that done? And but- now... There's a guy talking about it. But flash forward six weeks, uh, you know, uh, we're close friends. I'm also telling you, hey, well, I've joined the gym. Yeah, 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 you know? exactly. Yeah, so that's, that's right. a, oh, okay, yeah, personal training. You know, And then <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it was a month before that we did a podcast on the, the three core areas that you need to have in that's order right. to have a well-rounded yeah, health, yeah. you know, the Physical, strength, yeah. mobility, all that kind of stuff. So all of these are, so your synchronicity for personal training and yeah. for your, whatever that purpose is, has started a while back. So I'm spotting synchronicities yeah. uh, 
that actually have played a part in now you've got the personal trainer in your local town. Yeah, exactly. Close to the house. Close to My house. daughter goes climbing, as you know, because you come with us and we all go together. And um, I was saying it'd be great if she could have a friend of a similar age or somebody, mm. but everyone's all over the place. And we go there two Mondays ago and randomly a parent that was there said, oh, we were going to come at a different time, but we came at this time. And they were going off climbing together and they're both the same age. And then we've connected and we're going to try and get them off climbing together. And these things happen when, when everything is aligned with where you're going, but you just don't got to be aware of it and you yeah. tune into it. So the benefit is the minute it has a meaning in your life. Otherwise, it isn't really a synchronicity because you haven't set the scene. You haven't got the picture of what the jigsaw piece needs to look like, or sorry, the jigsaw needs to look yeah. like. You haven't got the pieces there, even though they're random and come from, as it says there, non-causal connections. You've just got this blank board and a bunch of jigsaw pieces, many of which you don't have. Yeah. But the law of attraction is going to bring those to you. So the synchronicities are the jigsaw pieces. So it's how we benefit by starting with, uh, if you like, a frame to put them into. Uh, is that making any sense? That I'm makes trying sense. to reverse it, if you it, like. It, it gives everybody another way to think about this because it's not just a, a simple ABC step-by-step no. plan. Like no, there, no, no, there's no, no step-by-step like plan you said, here. you can't go looking for it. You can't, can't go looking for it. But what you can do is set the frame, raise your awareness, be yeah. conscious, all those things that we've mentioned, and I think we're we're still repeating them to show that that's that's the key here yeah. to get to the point where you can actually spot these synchronicities and then act on them. Yeah, and then the benefit becomes it can tell you it can either confirm something that you really I mean you do the same thing with lots of other areas when you were having your, your childbirth and I remember we had these conversations and you were taking some information from me and other people and then you were doing your own research. And the more those signs come up and you go, oh, let me, you know what, that's, that's interesting. Let me go and grab that. It reinforces, doesn't it? It either reinforces a belief that you have or yeah. it helps you decide against something as well. But I want to flash forward and say, so we've spoken about the benefit in the now, like how, how it can start to build your jigsaw piece. But the long-term benefit is you, that picture, that, that finished jigsaw image that you had in your mind and your intention is complete. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, because you're pulling those jigsaw pieces together. Exactly. And, and I think I mentioned it in the, we both said it in the previous part of this podcast, which is if you don't take the left turn, your life 20, 30 down, years right, down the line right, will right. be drastically different yeah. to what it would have been if you just said, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to see what these synchronicities yes. have to offer. You know? Yeah, because alternatively, your jigsaw piece are being built by somebody else, meaning that mm. if you're in a job and a career, they will define what you know, you're going to have to work Saturdays. You're going to have a reduced income or yeah. you can't climb the corporate ladder now because there's not enough space in the company. So these massive jigsaw pieces come into place that are defined by the world that you're in where you are now um, unconsciously just fumbling along as you talked about. You know, just, just And that is still a path. And actually, oddly enough, there's still synchronicities on that path as well. There are. It just means that you might just unconsciously take them without realizing it because they're the easiest ones. Yeah. Often synchronicities don't lead to the easiest choices. That's and, a that's and, a great point. Uh, it's true though, isn't it? Which is why we can sometimes miss them because we're still head down <laughs> trying to paddle with the weights around my ankle. So okay, if so, I just focus on those weights and keep those weights, just that'll be fine. If I, so, 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 so I just want to press pause and I just want to re- <laughs> I just want to just expand on that slightly and just re-emphasize this because. It's another important point in what we're talking about with synchronicity, which is, you know, if you take, say, you know, you're you're in your job, you're in your career and a job vacancy comes up. Now, at the same time, you've been seeing synchronistic messages where you should be 
starting your own business, yeah, 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 launching yeah, yeah. your own idea. You That's a good example. Now, the easiest like option, it. based on what Rose just said, is I'm just going to apply for that vacancy. So let's take the analogy of your swimming. The easiest example is the, the, the life boy is just floating by, but you're thinking, and you see it at the corner of your eye, but you're thinking, shit, I've just got to keep wiggling my legs. Got to yes. stay in the job. And, and, yeah. and, and that's how... That's another way where... You know, because it's an easier thing to do at that time. Easiest. Maybe you uh, see anything you know. Um, it's the most comfortable thing. You're surviving, you're paying the bills. And there might be a risk attached to le- reaching out and grabbing the life boy, as you said, taking yeah. another job there. and Or starting a business you're talking and, about. And when we really dig deep, those two almost conflicting opposite messages, one with a low frequency, yeah. one with a high intensity frequency, yeah. is is the sign you need that's it's, right it's it's that's the sign and and it's screaming at you it's sometimes it you. might be a tiny little yeah. synchronistic sign it's like something that comes up and you go oh, okay that's what i've been thinking about and then it flashes away doesn't it? it flashes away and you take the easy option you take the job vacancy and happy for a moment and then i bump into you and i'm older than you and you're still in that engineering job you used to be in and and, and i'm just a bloke i meet at a cafe and, and I, go, I used to be yeah like you used to be an engineer but i decided to start my own business and you go I said, that's funny. I was thinking about that. I go, yes, one of the best things I ever did. You know, I've got to get going now because I've got to meet a client. And I go, and you hear me in the cafe. And at that point there, it's what you do with that second synchronicity, which is slightly louder than the first one that you yeah, had. Yeah, louder. What is Harmin to do next at that point there? And it's pushing a different button. Right. Because, you know, depending on what time frame you're on here, that could feel like regret. Yeah. Now, you could live with that regret, or then you could take that as a synchronicity and, and flip it on its head. Could, could you have reached out and taken my card and said i'm thinking about doing the same thing could we talk about it mm. or you let it go and you go back into your office because you're rushing to get back and do the job and that's now five six eight months later another synchronicity comes up maybe a friend of yours or something you see on the news or it might be an article that says more and more people are going to start their own business and you go oh my god that's what i've been thinking about there's the third yeah. one you know and it talks about remuneration and how much you could make and it's almost a bigger sign but there is a point where those synchronicities stop because you've now taken the path that you've been talking about for so long that you've got further and further away from the junction. There's nothing to tell you, like a navigator will do, to turn around and go back. You know how a, yeah. a GPS system will go, take the next turning yeah. and do a U-turn. You will get that for a short period, as we both know, having stayed on the same path instead of making the change. And this is an important lesson for everybody. And this is what Harms is talking about, is like the easy path versus the tough one. The minute you stay on the old path, for a while, the GPS will take take the next roundabout and go back, and there'll yeah. be another sign. And and the, but but those jigsaw pieces will get smaller, those signs will get quieter until finally you just yeah, it's lost its destination, and the synchronicities just disappear uh, until you start with another intention, another purpose, or a redefining a new turning point, whatever you want to call it, and you go shit, I was thinking about that five years ago. And then other people say, oh, oh, it's the same as you. I waited five years and then I made it. And you go, okay, that's interesting. Oh my God, there's another thing. (laughs) And and honestly, I, you know, I feel blessed and feel lucky that, that we live, we live in this consciousness where they will still appear. They will. The messages will steep. They will come. They they will. Because that's just the law of attraction again. Yeah. (laughs) And that's where it does fit into the law of attraction. Mm. Because as we said, it fits inside the, the concept of the law of attraction, meaning that when you put the intention out there and you understand what that path is and what the overall picture is, you can't just wait. It's not like that 
you know, the whole law of attraction thing was people would sit there, the jigsaw pieces are over there, but they didn't put the jigsaw pieces into the yeah, jigsaw. Come to me. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. I'll try and visualize the jigsaw pieces going in. Now you've got to now string them together. And that's really the next step, I guess. Exactly. So which leads us nicely onto, as you've said, what do we do next? How, how do we truly take advantage of this? Are there action steps people can take? Yeah. Uh, you know, they we've spoken about some of them, but it'd be great to summarize it for the listeners. What do we do well, let's, with this synchronicity? Let's take a practical example of going back to when you were looking at childbirth. And I know it's slightly different because you're already in that conscious place, but there was without a doubt, um, I remember you saying, because you're like, oh yeah, some friends of ours, I didn't realize this, but they they also did natural childbirth, et cetera. So what, let's, what, what a couple of things you immediately started to do, because you had... I would say 85, 90% made up your decision already, but yeah. the universe with the law of attraction and synchronicities were bringing other things to you. What what was your approach to it? And we'll build off the back of that because there is actually a practical approach. And I think most of what you did anyway in that process. Yeah, great so question. When, when you saw a, a message come up or it could have been an article on the news, which happened to come up or possibly an overheard conversation or somebody you heard saying, oh, we did natural tribirth as well. What was your first reaction? Did you ignore those synchronicities or did you latch onto them? Because that's really the first thing that we have to do when a synchronicity comes along. What did you do? Great question. Before childbirth, just for clarity, and, and, and before even the conversation of children, ignored any of these messages. Right. You know, just not in my yeah, consciousness. Yeah, you weren't even going to be a parent. So like, not, not even going to be a so parent. So that's a classic example of it's just not on your system. It's just it's not, not in radar. my system, not my radar. There's it's no not vibrational my, frequency put out to start with. Not my path at the moment. But when it did become our path and we started to discover that natural childbirth was was available it was a choice then it was every message every synchronicity every road sign that appeared it was oh hey i need to look at this yeah i need to look at this and i need to ask questions around this message that i'm seeing yeah uh, is this right for us and, what- and just to just to put some frame on it, everybody harms has known me for so many years that he has witnessed us going through that with our kids yeah, so yeah. you you were aware of it as a as a couple without children, millennials, and you're in that state of consciousness, it just wasn't on your radar at the time. So so the minute that switched, I noticed that the conversations were emerging all over the place, weren't they? As yeah, well. because that's another thing that happens. You know, when because you... well, we've been at we've been at dinner way before I was a parent. And, you know, I, I remember briefly the first synchronistic sign happened, which was, you know, when you guys think about children, think about natural birth, something we did. Yeah. And that was the end of the conversation. Without it being any sort of like you must do this, it was more just it's just something just just something to be aware of. Your lovely wife, she's so uh, you know connected universally, and, she, and she's like, "How's it for Stina?" And I was describing it. And you could see her getting excited by the idea. Yeah, and this is way before we were parents. So, but it was it was a passing two or three minute conversation that you weren't in that space at that time. It, exactly, but, but it parked itself, didn't it? Parked itself, but that was the first synchronicity, right? Uh, the fact that we met you to have that conversation right. is a synchronicity. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, the fact that you know some some course. So did of that event, then trigger anything after that? Was there any like, oh, did, did a conversation happen, or did, was it later on when you then brought that empty jigsaw out and said, right, we need to fill this? I, I, I would say when the conversation uh, occurred around uh, children, parenting. Yeah. Um, you know, family planning, then it was, okay, remember that thing Rose said? Yeah. Okay, let's just, just make sure we, that stays in our consciousness yeah, 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 because yeah. we have to explore that. Yeah. But we weren't at the stage of exploring at that moment. Right. When we were, uh, you know, when the family planning started, 
now we start to look at the road signs. You was use the word latch. Yeah, it was latching onto everything. Yeah. Like, just like a hook. Right? I'll, I'll, ta- and, and I'll so, take that. I'll take so that. So practically for people, a couple of examples of what that might have been. Was it a, a text message from a friend? Was it a video you saw? Was it a YouTube video that suddenly flashed up? Was it a book that suddenly came onto your awareness when you were going through Amazon? And normally you just skim by it because that's what I want people to be aware of, the practical aspects of it. So what would be an example of something you latched onto? So good question. A synchronicity that you go, oh, okay. Uh, I, I would say, one, the intensity of the conversations with yourself increased. Right. So, yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. talk about it more yes, regularly. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, you know, the conversation, instead of maybe being about business at coffee, would be about parenting and natural childbirth. And we- okay. So on that theme then, if you remember, one of the things was also about breastfeeding. So it was natural yes. childbirth and, bre- and we went for a coffee went in a, a cafe coffee. here's a cla- here's a classic this is an example amazing example just yeah. without going into detail just describe what happened and you were like oh my god this is exactly where we're at right now yes so you know we're having the conversation about breastfeeding as, as parents and in our culture it, it just wasn't it's not openly spoken about it's not familiar right. uh, for those listening to the podcast who are aware that you know you'll resonate with this so we get and to, there's me and you chatting about it because we went through it with ours. There's me and we're talking about it openly, <laughs> freely, as, as as in this cafe. In this cafe, as we approach this cafe, it's a lovely lady, lady with her son. Just starts to breastfeed. Yeah, really openly. I don't, openly I don't as well. to, really openly. I just try to think of how to describe it. And just, and I think, I think you just moved into the area, or you're thinking of moving. I can't remember. So, so here, synchronicity. So another synchronicity. So we just moved into the area. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at natural childbirth. We're looking at breastfeeding. So here we are arriving at a cafe. A lady openly breastfeed which is an amazing synchronicity because it's like oh we're in the place where this is cool yeah this is the norm and same i I think it was her or somebody else said oh yeah the other day there was like three or four ladies yeah oh we just sit breastfeed we just sit coffee and and for you as a a young asian man so this is the point you back to your question about how do we use it what did that immediately do to your your jigsaw piece your path the vision because this is what people need to realize is that when that happens it's where it's what do you do now with that synchronicity that jigsaw piece what well, did you do with it well i went home spoke to my wife said you won't believe it <laughs> we are in the right place and the jigsaw piece starts to form yeah. so uh, you know in our example it could have been a worry about breastfeeding right you know, right oh, is okay good, could good we example, do it outside good example, good um, example. what do we do when family comes and yeah. okay well actually there's some synchronistic signs here which are saying, hey, this is cool. Just just crack on. And what, to what, see what people about? so comfortable and natural with yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, so, so me and my wife had the conversation that, that starts to fill that part of the parenting jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Then we have the natural childbirth scenario. Yeah. Well, we're in an amazing location in the UK where yeah, yeah, yeah. when we started to have the conversation with the hospitals, they said, yeah, well, we have... We, we encourage natural childbirth. Yeah. We go to hospital. There's posters in the hospital yeah. when we visited. Which you would never have seen before. Which you never have You'd seen. You'd never have seen them because you no. weren't looking for them. You were looking down at your feet trying to swim and you missed. So they would have been signs as well. And and here's an here's an interesting style of synchronicity that occurred, which was there was various people who were pregnant in our uh, you know sphere of influence, friends, groups, uh, also online uh, via WhatsApp chats, et cetera. And we started to hear... Uh, pregnancy stories where somebody hadn't done it naturally right and you know they wish they had yeah and they were openly sharing that with my wife say you know i i was aware of natural childbirth but i opted not to go for it oh my god if i could turn back the clock i would so let's press pause for a minute and this is the whole point is that is a synchronistic message mm. albeit in a different form yeah similarly did you get and we had this people going oh my gosh really you want to go and do that 
And so we got the opposite. So this is where synchronicities are interesting because you can get the opposite to what you want, what you're looking for. So it's not just about signals that come up that tell you this is the way you want to go, you know, turn left, turn left, turn yeah. left. It could be one that says don't turn right. Mm. So in other words, it's like a sign that goes, okay, so somebody challenging that belief. And we had that a lot, by the way. Really? Why would you want to do that? Um, I just wanted to take drugs. I, there was one lady that was really adamant about it. Oh, my gosh. I, let me just tell you, I was adamant. I want to take drugs. I wanted to numb myself so I didn't feel any of that. And I remember us thinking that's completely opposite to our belief. We don't want a drug going into our child. We don't. Stina said she wanted to feel the experience of giving birth. So what those that synchronicity did for us was it was a, a different type of synchronicity which we were able to put an interpretation on to reinforce our belief mm. that this is where we want to go. If anything, it strengthened our path and it stopped us turning right, kept us turning left. I don't know if that makes any sense. I think the way you described it was fantastic, which was do not turn right, because that's exactly how it shows up. Yeah. It shows up as a challenge. Yeah, it's, it's a challenge of your beliefs. Yes. It, it can, for somebody that's not tuned into synchronicities, it, it could make them go, oh my gosh, shit, maybe I... Maybe I should just listen to them. It's yeah. my mom or my auntie or somebody else. And and I think, so here's a counterintuitive thought for the listeners listening. If you experience those and they come from different sources, different places at a high end frequency, then of course, open your eyes to, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, maybe this original path I thought may not be the right one. This, this intensity is a lot. And it's not just coming from one person. So you've got to be really conscious about yes. when you shift your path and, and, and you're anchoring to your belief system. So yeah. just be really conscious. But I wanted to throw that in there because if yeah. there's genuine, you know, call them warning signs. Yeah, so but, that, and that's a very good point as yeah. well. So it's, it's differentiating between the, the warning sign, the one-off, and it reinforcing your strength or direction versus actually there's a lot of warning signs here. Mm. And, and they are also something I need to stop, press pause on and think about. And that's that's the power of being aligned to start with, isn't it? Exactly. Because I think someone that hasn't got a stake in the ground, the stake being, these are my beliefs, these are my values, this is my sense of purpose. If you don't have that stake in the ground, you'll keep moving whatever you have got. <laughs> and, and that's a completely different challenge. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and, and that's basically starting a journey, stopping it, starting yeah, a new yeah, journey, right. stopping yeah. it. And it's just turn left, turn right, turn left, go turn right, and, go back. and just, you know, back where you started. So that's, that's the opposite of what, what we're trying to achieve here as part of becoming aware of synchronicities. So, so going back to your question, and I think you've illustrated it really well. That's why I wanted to ask you because it sort of it built a picture for us is first of all, be aware of them when they come. Then ask yourself the question, which happened naturally for you in your situation. But if you're if you're not as clear about something, i.e. that concept of I want to start a business, I want to go on new, I want to get into a new relationship, whatever, um, then and those synchronicities come up, start to ask yourself the question, is it what is this synchronicity telling me? Is it reinforcing a belief that I already have? Is it actually just telling me this is exactly the right path? Or is it asking me to question what I want to do? And if so, take it. And say, this is good, actually. Maybe it's helping you refine your beliefs or your vision of what you want. Mm. And then place that jigsaw piece into the picture. And there'll be a point where you go, I've had enough synchronicities now. And by the way, synchronicity could also be a meeting of somebody like we talked about before. Yeah. And you don't go, oh, that's a coincidence, and walk away. You go, do you mind if I take your number? I'm really keen to. So this chap and I, I said to him, look, how often do you come in? He comes down regularly. We shook hands, said, oh, I'm going to chat to you in the future. Maybe look to use him as a trainer. That enables me to now create that connection. 
at least it keeps the option open. So it's put the jigsaw piece in the jigsaw, but maybe not placed it yet. It's, it's one of the things that I'm going to keep on the side. You know how you sort your jigsaw piece out and you go, right, that's a corner piece, that's an edge piece. That's what you need to do with these synchronicities. And then you start to implement them by bringing them in and start to put some practical measures behind them rather than just going, oh, that's another coincidence, that's mm -hmm. another synchronicity. So we have to be mindful of what they are and what meaning they have to that particular moment in time. That's how I would start with it. I mean, it's, it's quite, it's a complex process actually, yeah. but it's not that complicated if you just simply bring them together and keep asking yourself the question, what does this mean? Is it reinforcing the path I'm on? Do I need to double check any of my beliefs or the, the, the decisions I'm making? That's how I typically use it. Great. Do I need to reach out to somebody? I need to go to Harms and check in with him because he's done this before and I'm getting lots of messages here. It says, it could be messages about technology. Shit, I hadn't thought about that. Let me go to Harms. He might be able to help me on that. So it could be a sign just to check in with something or somebody. Great. And then I'll go, okay, this seems to be a technical thing that's coming up a lot. Who do I know that is? Boom, boom, boom. And mm. then I'll go and reach out. So it could be a sign to take the next turning left. Or yeah. When I get off to the left, I've got to take the first right. That sort of thing. Yeah. That that, that makes sense because you've, you've summarized kind of the example I was talking through. So we've so far today in this episode spoken about what synchronicity is. We introduced it as the Carl Jung philosophy and then, you know, added our sort of experience and version on what synchronicity is, what it is, especially what it's not. We cleared up misconceptions. Yeah. How do you spot it? What does it really look like? And then once you take advantage of it, how does it really help you? How does it benefit you short-term, long-term? How does it create that jigsaw puzzle? And then what do we do? What do we do next with it? And Rose asked, Rose explained about bringing the synchronicities in, almost collecting them. But once you're aware of them, you start to collect them and then ask those powerful questions, which allows you to get closer, step forward. So that's just a bit of a summary. Ro, do you want to leave us with some thoughts well, well, around just, this? Just, I mean, I think it's good for us both to share because it's different perspective as well. Mm. Maybe, you know, somebody that's younger for the ones that are in that sort of millennial age group, reassuring them that it's a good space to get into at a younger age. I wish I had, um, luckily I had an awareness at 18, but I wish I'd just compressed that five or six years of yeah. knowing how to assist. Even what we did here, if somebody had told me this when I was aware of what it was, I could have, there's so many other things I could have picked up in that, in that period. But I think a great way to process this, and I'm going to use a bit of left brain, but into right brain is to maybe at the end of a day, if you've had two or three synchronicities, is just to pause and do a bit of a 10 minute meditation just reflect on the day but put your meditation focus on those synchronicities and see where they resonate do they resonate in your stomach in your heart do they feel like they're fitting together maybe just unconsciously allow them to move around or it could even be that you just leave them out there floating and allow it and just say to yourself while i sleep i'm gonna let these jigsaw pieces fall into place and allow that to be a memory and an unconscious message that when you wake up in the morning you may go oh my god now i can see this because you've allowed them to fall into place as opposed to them just spinning around but give yourself a chance just at the end of the day the start of the day is good, but I find if I've had a few synchronicities, I'll just give myself a chance to pause because if we're still busy doing the computer, our to-do list, yeah. as you said, we're so busy and we're packing our diary for the next day, those pieces can disappear. But a, a quick five-minute meditation just to bring them into one space, allow them to sit there with your unconscious, in many times they'll actually fall into play. So that'd be one final tip for me. Incredible. Final words for myself is uh, speaking from you know, early thirties now, I also wish, uh, I, I kind of 
it started to really resonate with me with late twenties, mm. mid twenties became aware of the subject late twenties. It was like, okay, I can actually use these synchronicities yeah. uh, for me to better myself. And in any area, in any area, there are younger people right now, maybe wanting to change career or possibly start. A business and, or whatever. and I think that's the message. I think if you're younger and I think you may have to re-listen to this podcast, mm. you know, that would be a first tip. Final tip would be just focus on the first element, which is just raising your awareness just by raising your awareness and becoming aware that synchronicities yeah. do exist in yeah, your yeah, world, yeah, yeah. they are all around. We don't know when they're going to pop up, but when they do, they're for you. They're here yeah. for you. That's that's actually a nice mm. one to leave on is just go out there and imagine them just being there all the time. As we talked about these, these lines of disconnected or non-connected yeah. experiences that we have and yeah, and then allow yourself to put a meaning against them. I think that's a really powerful way to, 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 to end things. Just a quick one, Harms, because I'm sure people are going to ask this about values, purpose, um, and just aligning. Anyone that's fairly new to us that isn't a supporter or isn't aware, can you just explain to them where they can find that? Because that, that's quite early on in the supporter process, isn't it? Absolutely. So, right, uh, just to close off, the everything we've spoken about today will be in the show notes at cicardo.com. So if you want to recap, get this in the Word format then cicardo.com. Now, when you're on the website cicardo.com, you'll see there's an opportunity to become a supporter. On the website, you click become a supporter and then you'll see different tiers and different supporter levels Mm. which you can subscribe to. They start from a pound and I think the maximum is like 10 pound. What they give you access to as a thank you is perks. And those perks are incredible video courses that Rose put together and each one has a different subject. Now, because values, who you are, where you are now are so incredibly important as a grounding and as a foundation, we've made that available at the lowest tier, which is, you know, one pound a month. So head to cicardo.com, go to become a supporter, check out tier one. And if there's other other areas you want to work on, maybe you are, you know, value wise, you know who you are, belief system is aligned, then have a look at the other ones. As we evolve through the tiers, we start to look at wealth vehicles and it starts to expand beyond who you are into you know the kind of subject we've spoken about in this podcast today. So that all makes sense. Show notes at cicardo.com. And that's myself and Rose signing out. We shall see you on the next episode. Hello, it's Dr. Rowe here. Harms and I would like to both personally thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of The Cicardo Show. And if you've gained just one insight, something positive that you're able to use on a personal, on a professional level to help your life and maybe other people's lives, then please complete an important action for us, which takes less than just two minutes. Please become a supporter of the podcast by going to cicardo.com. And as a thank you, you'll get access to exclusive supporter perks. And don't forget to simply subscribe to the show Share this product with loved ones and we would love if you would take a moment to give us a review and let us know just how amazing this episode was. Thanks again for listening. This is Dr. Owen Harms signing out. We'll see you on the next episode.